We're back for another episode of By Order of the Peaky Blinders. Daniel alongside Josh. Hope everyone is having a uh, fantastic December. Josh, the holiday season is here, but it just doesn't feel the same because usually we're chowing into some Peaky Blinders in this time of the year. But it feels like, and we do have some news on it, it feels like it's, uh, we may have to go a whole nother winter break in winter time without getting season six. It's been, it's been a rough time. It's been weird. feels like we haven't had Peaky in like, two years which is just out of control but you know we're we're chugging along trying to give you guys as much content as possible and we're we're still having fun with it let me ask you a question does the time away and the whole covid thing with with tv shows does it make you appreciate season five more because we were a little you know we were a little critical of the the season as a whole but just like not even with a rewatch just thinking back to it does it make you a little bit more appreciative of that at least we had a Peaky Blinders episode once a week to go over? Absolutely. Like, we we were definitely a little bit greedy, you know, with with that season. Still don't think it was the best season out of all the seasons, but we were so, talking so often about how it was a setup for the next season and how we were so excited for season six. And here we are with the ultimate cliffhanger on what the hell is going to go on with Oswald Mosley, what's going to go on with Tommy, you know, with the gun pointed to his head, you know, we obviously know he's not going to kill himself, but there's so many things that are just up in the air that like, I feel like in the beginning of quarantine, we were like, Oh, this is going to, this is going to be within the next few months. And then now here we are and we still have those cliffhangers. So it's been wild. Funny enough, like the, the plot line that intrigues me the most is not Oswald Mosley. It's not Tommy's mental health. It's really Michael against Tommy. Like I'm very, very interested Huge Finn Cole fan, as we've mentioned so many times on the podcast. And so now that we have like this almost like a an multiverse love of Anya Taylor-Joy, I'm excited to see her back on the screen. Queen's Gambit was phenomenal for anyone that watched it. Josh and I actually covered it over on our Patreon, which is at patreon.com slash by order of Peaky. You can check out for just $5 a month. We've talked about Queen's Gambit, Fargo, any show that we're watching that will we could touch on a few shows here at the end of this episode that we're catching up on now at the end of the year. But speaking of Michael Gray, the actor, Finn Cole, brother of Joe Cole, who plays John Shelby, came out and, and had a, you know, an interview with NME.com recently. And he mentioned that they should be done by the end of next year. So that's some news, Josh. And then an article pops up today, which is very, very much concerning us. And you know what, Josh? I want to say that maybe this could directly affect us. It is from the Manchester Evening News, and it's an announcement that as of today, they, the Peaky Blinders, are looking for extras in Manchester to film wow. for season six, which starts in early 2021. They didn't necessarily say what show it was, but talent agency LB Casting is recruiting extras for a, quote, very well-known BBC period drama. So I have a feeling that uh, we all know what that means. And it says that male actors must be willing to shave hair if required. Ah, there it is. Sign me up. Sign me up. I'm in. Daniel, I don't know if you guys remember, but Daniel took a crack at his Peaky Blinders look, and it did not go well. It's a very, very touchy subject for Daniel, but I think Daniel would, uh, would pass for an extra on the show. That's super cool. Like, if I was in Manchester, and like they asked me to be an extra I would for sure be an extra like that would be cross that off the bucket list that'd be sick 
it, it almost reminds me of, did you ever watch the documentary of Game of Thrones they did on HBO? And a really diving it, into yeah. the extras. Right. They, they like focused on a few of the extras that have been part of the show for, for years and years. And it, another fun thing, at the, end of the, uh, at the end of the posting, it says, by order of LB casting. So that, that gives me hope that they are getting ready to start filming. We'll try to reach out to a few actors because we've had a few people on the show, on the podcast, but we figured we'd give everyone their break and, uh, and stop hounding their Instagram DMs. But if Arthur Shelby's listening, as we know Paul Anderson sometimes does, we'd be more than happy to have you on the podcast. It, it is uh, casting for men and women of all ethnicities with natural looks that can portray a true reflection of the time being told. Obviously, Peaky Blinders has been really good at debuting and showing off all different types of, you know, shapes and sizes. We've seen tall, we've seen small, we've seen, you know, almost every uh, ethnicity that you have in the book, in the show. And, uh, and today, you know, it was, it was a really interesting topic, too, because talking about Finn Cole, talking about Gina Gray, excuse me, Michael Gray and Gina Gray, and just them two against Tommy... I'm excited to get more into that, Josh. But just the just the announcement that we may even have Peaky Blinders at the end of 2021 or beginning of 2022 is it feels like a win in itself. Definitely, still a long ways away, but uh, it's nice to see that we have some sort of light at the end of the tunnel here because we cannot wait any longer. I mean, the show is like almost over. Like it's not going to be over after this season. 12 but episodes left, yeah. It's nearing its end. So we're just itching for it. We want to know what happens. We want some closure. Last season was definitely was a part A of a part of a, of a two-part uh, season, if you will. So we're excited. You know, I also agree that I'm excited to see the Tommy versus Michael drama kind of play itself out and that plot web play, it's, play itself out. And it's kind of interesting, as you were saying that, I kind of realized that this show – it's kind of turning into a Michael versus Tommy show. Like, it, like Michael really became such a minor character and turned into such a major character. And that's what is really interesting about this show is that, you know, those elite shows are able to take those small characters and just grow them into just monsters. And he's really turning into a monster of himself. What is of utmost importance is the announcement that season six will take place in 1934. That, that was a couple months ago. But does that mean, do you think season six will start? Well, I mean, we'll get into this later, but it, it could start with, you know, gun to head and then fast forward, or it could just pull the, oh, no cliffhangers for us. We're just going to jump ahead five years because it was 29 to 34. And what is life like in 1934? I feel like Michael could definitely just have a thriving business in, in America and it just picks off right where that is. And maybe Tommy and Michael don't talk and something has to bring them together. I'll sign up for that. I'm also here for the war. What I kind of think is that they'll start off with Tommy with the gun to his head. And if, if it's going to fast forward, I think that Tommy kind of maybe takes a break kind of to really gather himself and kind of just take a step back from everything. Play some, probably golf. play some golf, you know, hitting fairways, you know, birding holes, you know, pin seeking out there. But I really think that, he's going to take a step back and maybe that's why they're saying they're going to fast forward. Michael, I, I agree. We'll have a thriving business in America. Who, who knows? We heard that, the, that the Rockefellers are going to be involved in, in, in the new season. Did we hear really, that? 
Didn't you say that? I'm pretty sure you I think did. The, I think that was on the, the projections and predictions pod. Got it. Well, okay. I think right. we, we would like one of those, you know, Capone's, Rockefeller's. Like, right. Those were our guesses. Right. So, I, I don't know. If it's going to fast forward five years, it would be interesting if they didn't do it that way. But I would have to predict. This is my prediction. I'm very good at predictions. You'll see why. But uh, I think that, that Tommy's going to kind of take a step back and, and let his mental health come, you know, back to earth. That's a solid prediction. Something that uh, I would love for our listeners to reach out to us about is if anyone's played the Peaky Blinders video game. Remember we talked about that a few months ago? Yeah. Peaky Mastermind. No, yes. That, I, I'm very curious to see if someone has played that and, and, and how they like it. Yeah, so reach out to us. And if, if we get enough good reviews, I'm down to, to get it. I haven't turned on my PlayStation 4 in like seven months because it was hazardous to my um, adulting life here in the quarantine. <laughs> Um, but I'm curious about that. I also would love to know if anyone has seen either of these two movies, two movies that are definitely on my Peaky Blinders watch list. One of them came out a few months ago, maybe six weeks ago. It was supposed to be released in March. It features our guy Barney. You know, it's fucking Wednesday. That's our guy. Cosmo Jarvis. And it's an Irish crime thriller called Calm with Horses. I think it's about a former boxer who is now like an overlord or the muscle for an overlord. So I'm interested about that. You know, providing for his autistic son is what, you know, the, the internet says. So I'm interested about that. That's got a Peaky Blinders connection. And we touched on this on the Patreon episode a couple of days ago, but Dreamland with Looks Finn Cole great. and Margot Robbie, it's also got like the, the young girl, Darcy uh, Camp from uh, Big Little Lies. She's also okay. in Christmas Chronicles, for those of you uh, who love the Christmas movies. And I think I saw that it's got Travis Fimmel, who is the main guy from Vikings and also the main guy from uh, Raised by Wolves, which was maybe going to make my top 10 shows of the year. We'll see. It was a good HBO uh, shindig a couple months ago. So that, those are two movies I'm interested. I haven't seen them yet. I have to see them. But I'm, I'm curious from our Peaky fans if anyone has, you know, turned on the tube and, and caught a couple Peaky Blinders actors, along with, of course, Queen's Gambit, which Josh and I both adored and talked in, at length about on our patreon.com slash by order of peaky what are some uh, things you're watching so i mean i watched like three episodes of ozark and like just kind of like stopped and now i'm like almost at the end of the season of, of, of uh, season three the, the, the first three episodes of, of season three as i mentioned the patreon oh, 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 yeah, before yeah. i moved into my apartment i was kind of handcuffed with my watching of tv situation with where i was living before so I'm able to get around to all the TV shows that I want to watch and I love Ozark and I was just super busy and now I'm on episode seven of season three and Ozark's just so good. So I'm finishing that. I said on the Patreon, I'm watching the undoing. I'm one episode in, it's going to be a really good show. I'm excited about that. Uh, I finished Queens Gambit, which, which was great. So uh, Queens Gambit is definitely making my top 10 list. And as I said, Fargo season four, one of the best seasons of television I've seen in a while. I love Fargo. One of my favorite shows. Every season is just so good. Yeah, what I think we'll do is talk at length about Fargo because it's going to be on both of our top 10 lists. And that'll be in our, our top 10 episodes of the year coming up in the next few weeks, probably at the end of the month, because I do want to give both of us our time to try to you know, finish up a couple shows to make sure that we are you know, fully adapted to the 2020 year. I'd love to hear our listeners and what you guys think are your maybe top three or four shows of the year. If you want to put five, if you want to put 10, go ahead. Something that could sneak in 
as a sleeper for me that I'm halfway through is a Hebrew show on HBO that they have dubbed over in English called Valley of Tears. And it is, it's basically a band of brothers slash Pacific, that kind of show where it's a 10 episode war show. So if you like war movies and you haven't heard of Band of Brothers or The Pacific, those are fantastic, well-charactered, very famous actors involved in these shows from a couple decades ago. And those are, it's just a 10 episode arc of, of you know, characters from war. And that's what the Israeli one about the 1973 Yom Kippur War was about. And I, I really like it. Sounds super interesting. There's another show on Netflix that I want to get around to. It's called Manhunt Deadly Games. Mm which is yes. about the Richard Jewell saga in the, uh, I think it was 1996 Olympics in Atlanta, yeah. right? And that's a this really- guy. Have you started it? I was there. Oh, you, you were I there? I was at the Olympics at one and a half years old. Oh my God, I did not know that. I was at the, the place where the, where the bomb went off. I just, it was a small bomb, so it wasn't anywhere near me, apparently. It was but, just all word of mouth, but I love it. But your parents I'm, were there, obviously. Yeah, yeah, they, my parents, my uncle, my aunt. My uncle was working the, the Olympics. So that's wow. why Atlanta's not too far away. But I've been very, very uh, invested in the Richard Jules, like, just the whole story since I was like in college studying it for, for com law. So it's, they made a movie. I didn't think the movie was that good. Did you like the movie? I, I liked the movie. I mean, I don't know. That's, that's just it me. Was, I just, yeah. just like how it was done. I kind of like when shows portray different times super well and like the way that it's shot and the, and the cinematography was super good. It's a really sad story. It kind of just shows up. It shows like a lot of how, how the media, yeah, how the media can yeah. just and and our and our criminal justice system as well. Uh, so it's it's a really crazy story. Uh, kind of like being in law school and kind of reading a lot of cases about how cops are crooked and how the FBI is crooked and how they kind of frame people. Kind of came to fruition with that story. So. I think that I, I really like these one season miniseries. I believe it's a miniseries, right? Well, have you seen the first season? So the Manhunt, it was called Manhunt Unabomber. It was like three right. years ago. Right. Really right, right. good. I, I loved it. I liked it. It was it came out the same around time as Mindhunter. Okay. And I remember getting a lot of comparisons and I thought Manhunt was superior just based off of the characters. I love the characters. And I think it's the same actor. Let me double check here. But it is on the top of it's, my list. Manhunt. It's 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 the guy who was a uh, Kemper from uh, Mindhunter. He was the really big guy, Evan Kemper. I think his name is. Yeah, I gotta the, see Richard Jewell, no, right? Yeah, Man no, it's, Richard Jewell. It's, you don't have to look it up. It's the same actor. No, oh, I'm oh, are you actually looking for his first, name? Yeah, I want to see if it's the same as the first Manhunter. Right. It was. What was it called? Manhunt. Manhunt. Like, uh, Unabomber Deadly or something game, was the first one. Right. Yeah, you, you, so I, I'm excited about those as well. I think that, uh, here we go. I finally got it. Yeah, Manhunt Deadly Games. There was, it was season one and season two. So it's the same, it's the same show. Um, that's the guy who's playing Richard Jewell, Cameron right. Britton. He's good. That's, that's what I was saying. But, but when I was checking, it's the same actor. Sorry about that. Terrible, terrible uh, podcasting there. It's his name is uh, Sam Worthington, studly looking guy. It's the same guy who led, the first manhunt it's also the same guy from avatar okay so yeah, no, it's, the, it, it's the avatar guy it looks really good that's something that i want to get around to so we got a lot of television to watch if you guys got any suggestions please let us know because you know we're trying to put out as much television content as possible during this peaky downtime if you guys have any ideas about peaky content that you guys would want us to riff off let us know because we're all we're all ears 
Absolutely. And, and, and I'll end you on this one, because I think this is right up your alley if you haven't heard of it. But Brian Cranston dipped his toe back in TV. And I he's on Showtime. This. It aired last week. It's called Your Honor. And it's about a judge whose son had I a hit and run. Great. And I think it was like he wanted to go turn himself in. But then once he saw who the victim was, it was like the son of a mob boss. So the dad, Brian Cranston, I heard him talk on Pardon My Take about this. And so he talks about how he has to now, you know, break the law, but in what he thinks is the right thing. So that's on my list called Your Honor on Showtime. I think there's been two episodes. So there's plenty of TV out there. It's just not called Peaky Blinders. Hope you enjoyed this little interruption of our Gangs of London posting. I think the season finale should be posted in the next couple days. So keep an eye out for that if you are watching Gangs of London. If not, you've got to check it out, AMC Plus or non-legal ways that you may be able to find your way through one of the best shows of the year. Josh, could you maybe see uh, Gangs of London finding your way in that top 10? I think so. Oh, without a doubt. I loved, I loved the season of Gangs of London. I can't wait for the next season. I'm, I'm a big fan. That's making my top 10. I, I really hope that everyone's had a chance to watch it because it's phenomenal television. So you guys have a little bit of homework. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great weekend. He's Josh. I'm Daniel. And we binge so you don't have to.